We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Big, big night for Jordan Love and Jordan Love alone. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. I know there's other people on the team, the Packers, but to me tonight is really all about Jordan Love. Excited for <laughs> Packers Lions. It's in Lambeau. It's Jordan Love's second start, like as the starting quarterback in Lambeau Field. And last week, Perloff probably like couldn't have gone worse for him through the first three quarters and then better for him in the fourth quarter. 18 unanswered yeah. points. Jordan Love ends up coming back against the New Orleans Saints. It ties the biggest comeback in the history of the Packers. So over a hundred years of history. And Jordan Love does this basically in his home debut. And I think that it probably was a bit of a sigh of relief for Packer fans. And now here he gets this big stage all to themselves. This is the only game on tonight, obviously. And the other part of this, I think, is worth noting is because of Aaron Rodgers' unfortunate injury, you don't have Packer fans who are peeking over at what's going on with the Jets every week and maybe even subconsciously measuring love against Rodgers. He really gets the stage here. Yeah. Can he build on what happened in week three? Well, I got to tell you, be careful. Because I'm a Jordan Love guy. I'm a Jordan Love fan. But first of all, his weapons are terrible. Well, I it cr- looks like I, Christian Watson's coming back and Aaron and Jones is coming back. Probably Aaron Jones. Christian Watson, I saw Jordan Love put one right between his numbers of preseason. And what did Christian Watson do? Drop it. He is soft. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on that guy at all. Honestly, Love Love has not looked as good as I had hoped he'd look. And the funny thing is, I they know. could easily be one and two if Dennis Allen could coach at all for New Orleans. They'd be one and two, and Jordan Love would have a fifty percent completion percentage, and people would be panicking. So I don't think people are looking at the whole picture of Jordan Love. He was twenty two for forty four last week. This this offense is definitely a work in progress. And I think this expectation, you know, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers. You're not saying this, but I think people are like, oh, you know, Brett Favre won three MVPs. Aaron Rodgers won four. Jordan Love's going to be an MVP-type quarterback. Like, we shouldn't be talking about that for him. We should be talking about him. He's a, uh, a young quarterback trying to learn in the NFL. Trust me, he's not there yet. He's a lot greener than I think people think. He's good. But we, we're we not seeing Aaron Rodgers' DNA. We're, it's not yeah. like an Aaron Rodgers facsimile at all. So I hope people tuning in tonight realize that he's closer to Justin Fields right now than he is to Aaron Rodgers. Numbers-wise, unfortunately, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, it doesn't look that bad. And he does well, have a little bit more of a built-in excuse, I think, because weapons have been gone. His left tackle his has been gone. His whole team has been gone. Okay. Exactly, yeah. But here's the thing about Jordan Love. Yeah, this is, this is a big moment because – you're right. It doesn't look like Rodgers. It doesn't look like it could be on that trajectory right. where you get back-to-back-to-back to back to back Hall of Famers. That was going to be crazy anyway if that had ever happened. But this is a chance for Jordan Love, I think, to show that 
the organization chose right, that the organization was smart in what they did, which is not squeeze every last little bit out of Aaron Rodgers, but to finally give over to this youth movement. Now, I'll say one more thing. Jordan Love's been sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for three seasons, Uh right? I thought it would look better out of the gate because this isn't like you're a rookie. Who's coming into the NFL. You actually have had these moments. You've gotten in some game action. You should have chemistry with these guys. You should look much better than 53% completion percentage through three games. That's not fair, though, because his team is young or injured or there's nothing around him. I I think... Honestly, I don't think tonight should be a big game on Jordan Love. I don't think anybody should be judging Jordan Love after tonight. I think Good luck. <laughs> I think the team is super young and building something. Like I honestly I don't think this is a year for Green Bay. I think it'd be great if he won. It'd be great if he looked good. But don't don't discount his future just based on this year. I mean, Aaron Jones might play, but he's probably not gonna be hundred percent. This receiving core is still super, super young. Okay, his but tight Paul- end is young. Everybody's young, and the offensive line is always injured, so don't don't judge him after tonight. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but here's the thing. This should be a playoff team in the NFC. Why? Why should because they be a playoff team? Look what, at their defense. Pl- look at Rashawn Gary and what the, he did. Look oh, you can't be that defense. is that Aaron Rodgers for five years and won nothing. I, mean, I know. It's about time, though, that this was going to be, the defense was going to be like more of the identity of the team. Defense, the run game, do we think LaFleur is a good coach? I mean, I thought he coached a pretty good game in the fourth quarter, was pretty smart with some of the calls he was making as part of that comeback. Now, did they get very lucky that Derek Carr got knocked out of the game by Rashawn Gary, and then basically in the next two series or whatever, they get two massive uh, pass interference calls that really help set up a touchdown? Two different things. I mean, look at look at his targets. Uh, even without Watson, like, they have basically Romeo Dobbs is a kid. Jaden Reed is a kid. Luke Musgraves, a kid. I mean, this is a young, young team. And I think in the past, we would look at a team and say, wow, they're really young. Let's let let's let them build into something. Since it's the Packers, since it's Green Bay, since it's Lambeau, we expect them to be this special team. I, I don't no, think, I think should, it's because Jordan no Love's pressure. been sitting there. Yeah, I, 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 I totally see what you're saying, but I don't think you can judge him on that until he sort of gets a really good team around him. Okay. I mean, Aaron wanted out of that out of that roster badly. He's like, I don't want to be here. Well, that's because, according to Aaron, the Jets came in and beat them, and he was like, oh, boy, that's a defense that I would like to play with, whatever. So here's the thing, though. We judge other quarterbacks after their third year. We judge them if they don't make a jump, especially first-rounders. We judge them if they don't make a jump from year one to year two. And then we really judge the hell out of them if they don't make a jump from year two to year three. Well, come on. You can't judge Jordan Love. He's been on the bench. I think I think you. It's fair to expect more from him. Well, again, no, he's, he's coming he's played, off of he's, he's com- fine. He's coming off of a really great moment, which is the yeah. comeback in front of the home no, crowd. He's been totally fine. He's been adequate, but there there's going to be probably some lumps with this team because they're really really. I mean, Bakhtiari's holding on by a thread. David Bakhtiari, yeah. their left tackle. There's a reason so, Rodgers didn't demand that Bakhtiari come to they, the Jets. Right. Okay. They've been a playoff team for the better part of how many decades now. This is a rebuild. So that's what I'm saying. Jordan Love has a rebuild around him. So I think to judge him based on his his helmet and the fact that he's uh, basically following up from Rodgers and Favre is unfair. Like, this is a rebuilding team. I'm not judging him because I think he should be Rodgers or Favre. I'm judging that you got to sit behind. You get something that I know was probably looked at by him as a negative, which is, oh, my God, I'm buried on the depth chart behind a Hall of Famer. But in some ways, it's like a blessing in disguise because we see guys get thrown into NFL action as rookies, and they're so not ready. And 
it can derail their careers. And he's at the total opposite. He gets all this time to sit there and be seasoned. And I don't no, know, but, but, forgive yeah, me but, for not thinking it should look a little better. But here's the thing. Uh, Rodgers had, he was throwing to Devontae Adams. Where's the Devontae Adams in this formula? Jordan Love, I think they're looking at this team and they're trying to build a team organically. Sort yeah. of, that'll be a two or three year project. I think... The, the early wins, the fact that they're 2-1 and one is a little deceiving. I think this is a, really a rebuilding team. You know what? They might win games because you have a great point about their defense. They yeah. have first-round picks everywhere. But And Rashawn Gary's finally healthy. So they have a lot of great players on defense. I don't know. I, I think Jordan Love throws such a beautiful pass. I like watching him. I just don't think he's going to be an MVP candidate and look like he's figured it out. Uh, and he's 24. He came in the league young. Yep. 24. I mean... We're watching college football guys on Saturday who are yeah. two years older than him. How old is Sam Hartman? Is he 26 or Sam, something? Yeah. I think Sam Hartman coached Jordan Love. And, uh, <laughs> he, he's a babysitter. Team, for, yeah. He's a babysitter for Jordan Love. No. Hartman's 24, too. Uh, on a separate he? note, I did see a picture today that Bo Nix at Auburn played against Justin Herbert at Oregon. Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah. talked about uh, that the other day. Yeah. It's, so, it's so ridiculous to me. Yeah. And Herbert's in his fourth year. Yes. And that, that was the exact example that I used when I said, this is why I don't believe people when they say Caleb Williams or Shador Sanders or whoever is going to forego the NFL to go back to college because of NIL. Jordan, Justin Herbert started the clock on his NFL career and yeah. now is making $200 million. Wait, wait, wait. But that, I actually was thinking about it. you saying that. Yeah. Only 40 to 50% of the top 10 picks get that deal. Yeah, but you don't More think that often, Caleb Williams is a guy who thinks he's going to get that? He might think he is, but listen, you don't think Zach Wilson and, and Trey Lance and Justin Fields and Mac Jones, uh, the last big draft, four out of the five guys are not going to get that second contract. Shador Sanders and Caleb Williams are going to make $12 million next year compared to, going, say they're the number five pick, that's like $6 million. It's a big, it's a totally different game. It's now. a different math, but nothing is going to compare. No NIL is going to compare to the second NFL contract. How, but what, how many guys get that contract? Only nine or 10 in the league. I don't know. For the most part, I feel like teams are kind of giving them out at like a 50% clip because, you know, for every, yeah, yeah Kyler yeah. Murray's and Carson Wentz's and guys who get these big paydays, even though they turn out to not be great. Well, book's still out on uh, Kyler Murray. Jerry's still out. But, for Carson Wentz, I mean, he ended up getting paid. Yeah, that's true. But you I mean, Carson Wentz had first kind of had two or three MVP like years. He had some big time success. Where I don't know, it's not that easy. <laughs> I was just thinking. Actually, yeah. I was thinking about your take. I'm like, you know what, Shador Sanders? Like, he might go number seven to some terrible team. He might go to the Bears. Like, there's no second contract when that team drafts you. Well, the Bears would be a different story. <laughs> yeah. Where, yes. Sam. So just real quick, back to Jordan Love, and you guys obviously brought up the comparison between him and Aaron Rodgers, but like a good barometer would be what did Rodgers do in his first year yep. after backing up Brett Favre for three years. So you kind of have a similar expectation for Jordan Love. Rodgers was the 24th pick. Love was the 26th pick. They both sat for three years behind Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers' first year, 6-10, and 10, but 28 touchdowns to 13 picks. Now, right now, we don't know what the record's going to be, but Love has seven touchdowns and one pick. The big difference is he's completing 53% of his passes, but as of right now, he seems like he's on a similar trajectory with that first year with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he gets an extra game, too, don't forget. Yeah, so at the end of the day, like... You know, how much is the expectation really going to be for Jordan Love? If he has a nice, you know, year with touchdowns versus picks and his, and, and they go, you know, 500 or so, or maybe if they're even above 500, has he surpassed what Aaron Rodgers did in his first year in Green Bay? Or is there even more or less hope for Jordan Love after that? Okay, but it's a great comparison, but I think you also have to zoom out a little bit. Look at what's going on with the NFC North. 
I mean, you got the Vikings sitting there, 0 and 3. You've got the Bears. I mean, does dumpster fire even begin to describe what's going on in Chicago? That's kind to be calling that a total outright failure so far. And then you're looking at the Lions, who've really been a mixed bag. And I realize this because I've been betting on the Lions a little too much. <laughs> um. They really have, I mean, awesome way to start off the season. You beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, amazing. Then they lose the next game to Seattle in overtime. Then they rebound with a good defensive performance against Atlanta. It's just been a lot. I totally see what you're saying. Like, they could sneak in the playoffs. But I think it's a different scenario than when Rodgers came in in 2007. First of all, no one knew about this Green Bay legacy chain thing right. because it's far, far to go for Don Mikowski. So there was like, everyone's like, well, if you're a Packers quarterback, you have to be a Hall of Famer. Also, 2007, the hype was not the same. And the NFL right now, week four weeks in, Jordan Love should have figured out everything and be a superstar quarterback. Are you kidding me? Four weeks, he's two weeks overdue. He's based, <laughs> like, I just think that the hype now is so different. Nobody had expectations for Rodgers like that when he came in. I really don't, I, maybe they did, I don't remember it. But I feel like Rodgers came into a way to, like, he, he could grow. We didn't know Rodgers was going to be Rodgers back then. And the thing is, we expect Jordan Love to be that now. It's a great point. 855-212-4CBS. Our pal Mo is in San Diego, wants to talk about Deion Sanders, who we mentioned, uh, Colorado, USC, this weekend. It's going to be a big game. Hey, Mo, how are you? I got a lot to say. I'm, I'm going to tie all this together here. First of all, you guys are butthurt. I, I, I've been talking on Sports Talk Radio forever. I find you guys. I like you guys. And you guys ditched me for a morning show. I can't uh, believe it. No, Mo. Now I gotta now I gotta go to the club and get out at three o'clock in the morning just to just to get get, get on the radio. <laughs> well, uh, we were I looking forward to yeah, yeah, we wanna hear you at three o'clock. That'll be great. We're gonna like we're gonna <laughs> like you even more uh when you're at three o'clock in the morning. Uh, listen, you're right, we are moving to mornings and it's bittersweet because we've found like a community here in the afternoon, of course, with Samter and Stu being a huge part of that also. And uh yeah, bittersweet because Yep. We're getting to step into something different, but we hope you'll come along with us. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> of course, uh, props for you to you guys for, for making that move. That's a big move. That's a big primetime move. Um, so I'll tie this together here, Perloff. So we got we to gotta give Jordan Love some time because, well, he needs time to, yeah. to show what he can do. I know where you're going. But Deion, Deion, <laughs> if, Deion win a, if Deion doesn't win a championship in the next couple of years, then that's a failure. You know, I, Mo, I stand and applaud for you. Yeah, Mo, great you, point. Are you here on this, bro? Like, here's like he he two years ago he was at Jackson State. Yeah. Now you're saying the the goalpost has moved to if he doesn't win a championship. Do you know how bad Colorado's franchise yeah. was compared to what Green Bay has been doing? Jordan Love walked into a great situation compared to what Dion has, and you're telling me Dion has to do that or else he's going to lose his fan base? Okay. He's done exactly what you wanted him to do, which is create such a stir that the standard has changed. He doesn't have to get 80 people from the transfer portal because he already has good talent. Now he only has to get 20. Now he can get recruits. He doesn't have to do that. That's the, the equivalent of when you flip a house, you have to do a full demo. He's done the demo. He don't have to do the demo again. It's like He's remodel the bathroom. Okay. It's like put in a new kitchen. That's Mo, all. I, I Mo, just, I, we have a pull up. You on this, brother. Mo, Mo, we have a pull up. If Dion doesn't win a national title in five years, will he be considered as a, a success? Now you're saying. It, here's the thing. Yeah. While you're you're saying whether or not he's a success or not, he's already done it. That's well, what yeah. I said. But guess how Dion would vote, Mo? Where already, would Dion vote he's on this poll? Playing the chess while we're playing checkers, 
he you're 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 making a standards for him yeah. that most coaches wouldn't even dream about being able to get. Most coaches trying to hang on to their job. Yeah, but you He's know who wouldn't vote with Jackson me? State to now and now the standard is a championship. That's yeah, incredible. You, you know who'd agree with me? Deion Sanders, a hundred percent. He would be Perloff. You're right. It's a championship or bust. And I know he's a fact. And, in fact, he's basically saying that. He took over 1-11 Colorado. And you know he's thinking about one thing, and that's a championship. He does not care about an 8-3 and season at all. You're absolutely, you're absolutely correct. Here's a guy who would be a starter if there was a starter for the Hall of Fame. Of course, that's his standard. But the point is the, the distance travel. You know, Michael Irvin talks about the distance travel. The amount of ground he's covering in such a short period of time is yeah. otherworldly for what he's done. While he's setting that standard and and shooting for that 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 moon, he's already getting things done that that's incredible. So what happens if he falls short? Oh, he ended up in the playoffs three years out of the five years, and he fell short. Oh, well, Mo, what a that's why I said disaster. that's why I, I said there are accomplished, highly accomplished coaches in college football that we think of as winning coaches and think of with a positive association. Brian Kelly, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, these guys, Ryan Day, we don't think they're losers. They haven't won a college football national title, but we associate them with running great programs and a high high level. Lincoln Riley is another one. Do you think Dion would be settled for where Ryan Day is right now? Like he'd be high, I'm like, yeah, I'm I've got saying. as good as Ryan Day. I'm on the hot seat at Ohio State. What <laughs> well, are you talking about? He shouldn't be. That's stupid. He shouldn't be on the hot seat. I don't know why he's going after Lou Holtz. I don't know what that's all about, but we may never know. Mo, thank you so much, and we hope that we'll hear you in the mornings. I mean, listen, I I think Mo could make a coherent point getting out of the club at 3:30 a.m. I I'll even go step I think Dion would be depressed if he didn't win a title. Dion isn't the guy has had nothing but success his whole life. I think he is going to have a and by the way, he, I think he can build a team that can compete for this. I think that's very much going to be what he, his goal is and knowing Dion, the guy won at every level. Uh well actually won big time in the NFL. I think if he doesn't win a title, I'll bet he's going to say this is really killing me. The other, I think the story could go anyway with Dion. We we don't know. It could be Colorado for the next five years. I doubt that. It could be moving on to a bigger program. Maybe it could be the NFL. He's always said no about the NFL, but you never know. You have a change of heart. This thing could go any which way. I don't think it has to be within five years. If he doesn't win a title, it's like, oh, man, Dion didn't deliver. Like, I agree with Mo, and that was my point. He's already delivered to me. 855-212-4CBS, 855 855- Two one two four two two seven. Yes, we are moving to mornings. Yeah, was the other takeaway. Yeah, definitely delivered. What a three and a win over Colorado State in overtime. That's what he delivered. It was thrilling. Yeah, it was two in the morning. <laughs> get out of here. From what I heard, eight five five two one two four CBS. We see you guys on the phones. We're going to get back to you in just a moment. Uh, the last advice duck of the afternoons happens today. Get your questions in. Hashtag advice duck on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl. You can leave uh, any advice questions in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Of course, our incredible CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Uh, you can call in with your questions as well. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl off straight ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Oh, man, this is getting really interesting. I, I sort of, I guess, tripped into it, but I'm starting a clock. In fact, I want maybe a physical clock here. Time until Dion wins a title or he has to shut up. <laughs> it's just like counting. <laughs> and I think that sounds really unfair. It's like, why are you making putting that pressure on Dion? Dion is putting that pressure on Dion. Dion has raised the bar so high, so fast. But not only their success on the field, but the way he talks, like he thinks he's going to win it all. He is sure of this fact. I'll bet you if you put him on a lie detector test and said, Dion, are you going to win a title within five years? He would say, absolutely. No. Uh, well, he would. This <laughs> he, is Dion. Yeah. Dion not a be lie one. if you believe it, like Costanza said. But I, I think, is this clock going to be like digital or? Uh, is okay. it like the opposite of a doomsday clock? Uh, yeah. A Dion's day clock. A Dion's day clock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's a doomsday? Is it doomsday clock digital? Because they used to have a version of the doomsday clock that wasn't digital. Like you're one minute away from which we're at, right, by the way. Right <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is what's letting it this is what it's like living in the doomsday clock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the signs of doom is <laughs> Deion Sanders coming to a one in eleven Colorado team. <laughs> if they beat USC, then it's over. That was uh where Prof and I used to work at Sports Illustrated. They used to have the sign of the apocalypse yeah. all the time. Um, oh, there are too many now to even have they had to uh get rid of it because there were too many signs. All right, Dion's Day clock. I don't know actually what a doomsday clock is. It's a countdown of some sort. Well, uh, there was a clock that always was counting like the national debt, and it was oh. just constantly going up and up and up and up. Oh, the one in you. There was a New Here in, New, in New York. So yeah. there is a doomsday clock, and I recently read that it's a, like the highest it's ever been since the height of the Cold War. <laughs> Where do you read this stuff? Uh, it's just like uh, doomscrollers.com? No, it's like. Newsweek back. I mean, look around. <laughs> there's a lot more going on than Josh Allen versus Tua Tagovailoa. No, there's in the not. World. It's in all... the world. You can put your head in the sand and focus on the AFC East, <laughs> but guess what? There's a few wars going on. Anyway, no. I digress. This is all. The whole world can be boiled down to Colorado versus USC this weekend. John's in Pennsylvania. Hey, John, how are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. Uh, and a doomsday clock is always counting down to something negative. Yeah, something bad. Right. <laughs> I, I figured. And I wanted to spin it around to say that, you know, instead of a doomsday clock for Dion, he's doing something positive. And I yeah. think that Dion isn't necessarily looking to win a championship but develop positive young men. And that's what he would, you know. Oh, get, yeah, John, John, that's what, get that's out of here. Again. That's what get, they all say. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if he's 1 in 10 and he develops a bunch of positive guys, is everyone going to be like, what a great job, Dion? because that's how we work? Come on. Now, I know. I'm an inner-city school teacher, so I, I respect what Dion's doing. I, you know, I see what he's doing. Wait, like what city? Philadelphia? I'm sorry? Are you in Philadelphia? I see you're in Pennsylvania. No, I'm in, I'm in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. okay. And I teach in Youngstown. Okay. But I... I, I'm on board with Deion Sanders. I, I like the way he addresses the, the young men. I feel that he is there to develop young men. I like the way he yeah. did in Jackson State. I think that's why he has a good following. Listen, I think, John, I think you're right because, listen, for as, like, 
much bravado as there is with Dion at times and for as famous as he is, this feels very authentic. Oh, like, come on, Maggie. It does. Oh, what sport is this? It's college football. I understand. I've heard every college football coach in my entire life say I'm developing young men and personalities and characters, and it's always been a lie, and Dion's the one exception to this rule. (laughs) I'm saying it seems authentic, and I think the people he is giving people hope. It's hope about Colorado, and they want to follow him. Listen, we talked to Marty Smith yesterday. He's writing a book, wrote a whole book about leadership, and Dion's not in it, and I think that Dion is showing it, and other coaches too, but... There are he is getting people to follow along with his vision. That's great. But this idea about developing young men. Well, we we, we hear that a we lot. We just we just don't know. And this is nothing against Dion, but I whenever I hear any college coach saying he's doing that, I'm skeptical, to yes, be honest, because, because it's a, a win-loss sport. Well, and not only this is where we get skeptical, maybe this is just us being doing no, this for a living or I whatever. Think most fans are like that. Most <laughs> fans do not buy that crap. Here's why is because it's about the developing young men, but then the coach will leave at the drop of a hat to get to a better situation. It's like, I'm done developing these guys. Now I got to go develop this other team. And oh, by the way, I'm going to get paid $10 million more to do it or whatever. It can come across as disingenuous. Well, and the reason is, I think you get the big contracts to win games. You don't get the big contracts to develop young men. And I think people are not naive. They know economic incentive drives this whole thing. You want to be... 11 and 1. Yes. You but, don't want to develop young men. That is that is just a lie the coaches say. Not to be fully cynical though, it is like one of the times in your life where I think you do so much development. I think high school mm-hmm. and college and then, you know, post college whatever. So it kind of coincides. Like you do a lot of growing up in college for the most part, it's the first time maybe you've been away from your family, you got to sort of live on your own, quote unquote. I mean, you get a lot of hand holding, especially if you're a Division 1 athlete, but you also have a ton of responsibility on your shoulders as well. Yes, but every college coach who's ever said I'm here to develop young men and then cut a guy because he got a high ankle sprain, in the yes. offseason took a scholarship, that is, I think it's it's almost always a lie. Yes. I really, truly believe that college coaches are born liars. The whole sport is based <laughs> on lies. You basically have unpaid labor out there playing football, <laughs> so you can have millions of dollars. You can make $12 million a year and be the highest paid guy in your state. It's all a bunch of garbage. And I'm sorry, to say Dion is any different, I still don't buy it. Can we please get the Maggie and Perloff merch store up and running? with something on it, a hat, a T-shirt, whatever, that just says college football coaches are born liars. Andrew Perloff. Oh, my God. Would we sell one of those or a a million T-shirts? They don't even know they're lying. (laughs) They're such liars. And college basketball coaches are worse. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Let's go to Sean is in Oregon. Hey, Sean. Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing well. How are you? Great. I just want to touch on what I got to talk about last week about how the Ducks were going to make an example out of Colorado and Coach Slime. And then I want to say, what, a great game. You know, that was going to be between Oregon State and Washington State. Yeah, you nailed it. And uh, I just want to say, you know, you guys when you guys came first to Oregon, you know, I got to talk to you about going to Rajneesh Param and everything yeah. else. And uh, now are we losing you here? Because in the morning we got Dan Patrick, and then it, it's, it's followed by Jim Rome. So you're just going to have to get up a little earlier than that because we're going to oh, be on gonna be up, before oh, you're gonna be DP. On here, but you're gonna, you're gonna, 
As far as we know, Sean, and, you know, we've always appreciated your calls. You still have an outstanding bet with Perloff right now, which, uh, you're, which looking, you're, gonna win. you're looking pretty good on that, that the Jets will not finish <laughs> first or second in the AFC East. Sean, thank you for the phone call. Yeah, All make sure, Sean, you call back to collect on that. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> no. Uh, so that's, that's going to be a W for Sean. That would be his second W. He also bet that the Miami Dolphins would win more games than the Broncos last year. Yeah. He collected on that one as well. Um as far as we know, we've seen the affiliate list, but we'll probably get an updated one. As far as we know, we will still be on in Oregon. It's just going to be a lot earlier. I have not seen the affiliate list. I will show you the affiliate list. Okay. I will share it with you. Okay. Technically, you're on that email, but I'll forward it to you again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just going to be very early in the morning. Grant is in Anchorage, Alaska. Grant has a thought on... Advice duck, Grant, or is this a different duck-related comment? Well, yeah, thanks. The um, no, the uh, well, first, first of all, the previous guest. I mean, what about Steve Young? The career he had is staying behind Joe Montana. Yeah. Oh. How many dogs Sorry, you got dogs. there? That's okay. I got three. Oh, nice. uh, but you know, but you know, good point on you know, you sit and watch Aaron Rodgers. You sit behind these great quarterbacks. Steve Young had a great career watching Joe Montana. Yeah, and he stepped in and won a Super Bowl. That's a little different. I mean, Steve Young went to the USFL, then he went to Tampa Bay, and then he came to Montana. He was older. He was like 28 by the time he started, I think. Okay. All right. But also, Uh, Steve Young. And then the other thing is all college coaches are liars. Yeah, well, it's recruit, recruit, recruit. I mean, I I was in sales. I mean, people, I've seen people say all sorts of things to, you know, get you to buy. But can Grant, I, uh, what's the biggest lie someone ever told that you witnessed on like a sales pitch? Oh, uh, I don't want to get into that. Okay, no uh, <laughs> someone would go to jail so if ducks, you. Uh... Ducks Unlimited. Ducks Unlimited is a nationwide um, organization that preserves wetlands for wild or for yeah wild wild ducks. fowl. Yeah, Ducks Unlimited. They make stamps, and then the uh, the sheriff or the Deputy in uh, Fargo, she got selected for her painting for Ducks Unlimited because it's a fundraising organization wow. to pre- preserve duck habitats. Grant, thank you so much. That's funny. You jog my memory that I actually just got some emails from our friends in Fargo. Oh, right, because we donated to the Boys and Girls Club. Yep, they're big fans of the show now because we donated because we donated to places Carson Wentz had played as a way to balance our karma for destroying the Carson Wentz poster. Yep. Which the people in Fargo, by the way, do not know about. So no one tell them. It wasn't to balance karma. It was to get uh, get more people to subscribe to our YouTube page. Yeah, but, both. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, Grant called from Alaska. Yeah. Uh, it's now pure habit. Every night that there's not a football game on, life below zero. I was watching three hours of documentaries about life near the Arctic Circle in Alaska last night. That sounds awful. Oh, it was so awesome. What's the a, redeeming quality? Like, wh- what is your quality of life when you're life living, like, life below zero? Unbelievably high. So it's really? the same as a low. Like, these people are so happy. All they want to do is go out there and hunt moose and fix things. And it's just the life that I wish I could live, but hold I have on, none of those skills. Hold on. We're not naive here. We're not a bunch of yeah. rubes. It's a television show. They're putting it on for the show. They're not actually happy. They're just putting on a brave face for the camera. 
Don't you know any of those? Well, actually, I don't, but I know them on TV. Those people who want the freedom of being away from society, so they live isolated. They hunt for their they hunt for their yeah. meals. Yeah, 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 There's an incredible freedom in that. You're not yeah. buying that. Yeah, Am yeah. I being suckered okay. by reality TV, dude? Because they are is, so happy. No, this is the same, pe- the same thing where people are calling out Dan Lanning, who gave this whole speech pregame yeah. about how they're Hollywood and we're not, and they're playing for clicks and we're playing for wins, and everyone accused Dan Lanning. Of like, hey, you're not doing it for clicks yet. You let ESPN in the locker room to witness this rah-rah speech. Clearly, you want some shine as well. Same thing with the people who want to live off the grid. You want to live off the grid, yet you're inviting a reality TV production to come in and monitor and document your every move. It's disingenuous. It's the height of hypocrisy. If you want to live off the grid, just go off the grid. Well, there are those people. There are a lot of those people who live off the grid. We just don't have them on the show. Yeah, right. Because the people who are on the show just want to be famous. I don't know. I saw Barry shoot a black bear the other day. (laughs) Yeah. And that dude was actually shooting a black bear. So I I don't know. I just find it fascinating. People will go to crazy lengths to get famous. I'm not alone, by the way. I'm wearing a duck suit. There are a lot of people who are obsessed with that show alone, where people are dropped off on an island in British Columbia and have to, whoever survives the longest out of 10 contestants wins a million dollars. Survives the longest. The people don't die. Uh, whoever can stay longest out in the wilderness right. without tapping out, usually they get to about between seventy and a hundred days. You have to, so the, you get you're given no food. You have to kill everything or pick berries. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got that tell is you, such a you got different end it. of the spectrum. It, you either it is, kill everything or you pick berries. Well, yeah, like you're like a bear basically. You eat <laughs> berries or you kill other animals. You have to watch it. I think you would like it. Why would I like that? It's um, it's incredibly dramatic. I know nothing <laughs> happens. Because you get into these people's live stories and to watch people sort of struggle and overcome, it's like a sporting event. It, it's you get the highs, the lows. You get so into the, the this event. It's it's hard to describe, but you'll love it. Perloff, what a sucker! <laughs> you think this I tell is you, all on the up and up? No shot. You saying alone is not on the up and up? You got a camera crew there. No, you don't. You shoot yourself. You have GoPros. Oh sure. Oh, you're so. Next, you're going to tell me that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift is just a publicity stunt. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is a publicity stunt. Is there, do you believe in anything? Do you I believe don't. in love? Do you believe in reality TV? You're the one who called all me, college football coaches born liars. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> and asking me if I believe in anything. Next, you're going to tell me you don't believe that the Golden Bachelor is in the show for the right reasons. But how am I going to watch the football and the Golden Bachelor tonight? <laughs> we I have need not two talked, TVs. That is that. I'm obsessed with that show. Have you ever met or seen a rich 72-year-old golden bachelor who wants to date somebody his own age? (laughs) No. So what is this going to be? Because that's not real either. This guy's just doing it for the show. In real life, he's dating somebody 20 years younger. If people don't know, this new version of The Bachelor comes out tonight with a 72-year-old Gary. Yeah. I'm I'm fascinated. You're not going to watch this? No. Not a second. Not one second. I can't believe you don't believe in reality TV. (laughs) You're not going to watch one second. Is anyone going to watch second. the Golden Bachelor? Well, who am I going to talk to about the Golden Bachelor? Okay, thank I'm you, in. Stu. Stu, E2? E2, Stu? E2. No, I draw the line in 90 Day Fiance the other way. I know. See, <laughs> Sanford watches the crappiest TV of all of us. 90 Day Fiance. I mean, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days? Gor- glorious. <laughs> you strike me as a love is blind guy, too. Have you ever watched that? Where you, no, no, no. It's you all 90 Day Fiance. The Last Resort, that's what I'm watching right now. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I don't think our bar is the same for, for shows. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, so much more to do, including the latest from Jerry Jones. 
All right, today's memorable moment is sponsored by Prevagen. Prevagen is the most recommended memory support brand by pharmacists. Okay, Stu came up with this, of course. Arguably yeah. the most memorable moment in the history of the Lions versus Packers came on Thursday Night Football in Week 13 of 2015. Really? Okay, Green Bay Trail 20 nothing in the third quarter. Came all the way back to win on an Aaron Rodgers 61. Oh, okay, good. That's yep. a good 61-yard <laughs> Hail Mary pass to Richard Rodgers as time expired. But those teams have been playing since the 50s. Alex Karras and the Lions versus Ray Nitschke and the Packers. They must have had some other memorable moments. That Hail Mary was pretty cool, though. There were some other ones I looked at, but uh, it you was definitely from, from the sixties back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, it was a lot of games and guys I didn't really know about. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's okay if it's like uh, if we had color TV. You know, yeah, that might be the line of demarcation. Maybe no, yeah, Rogers Hail Mary they, that came up the other day. Uh, now. Was there a Hail Mary? Yeah, Russ threw a Hail Mary this year that worked. But they were wondering if Zach Wilson had learned how to throw a Hail Mary from Aaron Rodgers because Wilson had a Hail Mary opportunity against the Patriots on Sunday. And it was pretty close. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Randall Cobb had a hand yes. on it in the end zone. It, it was so, crazy. Yeah, it's like... If, the Patriots play that so dumb. Here's a question. I Listen, if Randall Cobb wasn't on the team because he's Aaron Rodgers' like closest personal friend, yeah. do you think there's like somebody who actually can make that play? I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot, a lot of luck involved. I don't think you're like, ooh, that guy can catch a Hail Mary. <laughs> no, I, I don't like, know. I don't know. Randall Cobb. Well, he, he sort of uh, squirmed his way to get open. That's something. Yeah, 855-2124-CBS. Uh, Brian is in Alaska. We're having a strong Alaska presence on the show today, and I'm into it. Brian, what's up? Yeah, what has it been? Two callers? By the time it's said and done, half of our population would have called in. <laughs> no, there's not that many. I probably know that guy. Um, <laughs> for, so I, I, I'm, uh, I, I'm married, and I have three daughters. Uh, they're 15, 13, and 11. Usually this time of year is kind of my escape to do the guy thing and watch the football. And uh, I got to tell you, y'all, gal Taylor Swift there has completely ruined the football uh-huh. for me. I've been here the, the jabber from the three gals since mid-March about Taylor. And lo and behold, as soon as this whole thing with Chelsea started, now they're all just all up in my business every single Sunday trying to watch football. I have not a clue what is going on, <laughs> except for the middle one. She's kind of my toehead mini-me. But the rest of them... and. And I got to tell you, Taylor, if you're listening, knock it off. Sit in your lane, <laughs> please. This is old. Just let us have our time. And then you have time, time causing all the drama. What I'm basically getting at is since when do we have to have storylines with our football? I mean, we have all this drama with Taylor. And I love Taylor. She's great. She's very talented. But it's like I have my – there's our, our time. We're guys for football. And we don't need all the talk and the drama to go along with it. <laughs> Prime is coming in, and he's won three great games. Good for him. But all this talk, and he set the expectation. He's the one talking about all the great things he's going to do. Nobody else is. I don't care. I just want to watch football. Let's start. Stop with the WWE side <laughs> stories and drama and just get to the game. For the love of God. Um, and also, off the, grid, off the grid living doesn't mean that you become a hobo and live in a cave. I have an <laughs> off the grid cabin. It has solar. I have a generator. No, I have well water, and I have you have you have an off the grid cabin. As far as I know, you don't have a reality TV crew following you. You want to be off the grid because you really want to be off the grid. I'm calling out the people who are on these shows, no, 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 no. but don't want to off the grid. Off the grid means I can take care of myself, and I don't have to sign a contract or enter an account right. in order to have lights at my house. 
It doesn't mean that I never want to have human contact. <laughs> hey, Brian. If I come out and do how I live, then fine. Hey, Brian, I just have to ask. Have you ever had a close encounter with a bear? Probably all the time. And what do you do? Like, has it ever been scary? Have you ever thought, uh-oh, this is going to get real dangerous? No. Uh, the black one, the black bears, you just scream and yell at them, cause a big ruckus. They'll usually run away and leave you alone. The brown bears, usually those, uh, you, you want to keep your distance from them. I usually see them when I'm out fishing, and they usually just watch me and just go on their merry way. Perloff's taking notes over here. Yeah, Perloff, obsessed. this is never going to happen you. to you, Brian. Thank you so much for the call. The rant was A+. plus. Uh, why do you need storylines with football? Can't it just be football? Like, we don't need yeah. the extras. And now, guys. Brian's not alone. He's not alone with that thought. Yeah. And now you got a lot of guys who are answering questions from their girlfriends, wives, daughters, maybe some sons, I don't know, about football because in their world, Taylor put Travis Kelsey on the map. Yeah. Well, I think, and his bigger point is like, why do we have to find the feature story? Can't we just, are the X's and O's enough? Right. And I'm with Brian. <laughs> yeah. Perloff literally came in and was like, we got to talk about the Taylor Swift thing. <laughs> you well, guys, no, no, it's no, no. not me. I'm not generating this. I am. I have two lanes. I am. I'm very interested in the Taylor Swift cultural phenomenon, but I am also very interested in NFL football. I don't need You're the, the two perfect of them. Venn diagram. Yeah, here. but I don't care. I don't care as much as some people about her in her, or being in the press box. That actually doesn't really do. I, I find it very interesting that this last tour she had, it was like, we have not seen that much hype around a tour Maybe since the Beatles. It was crazy. I had well, not seen a tour like this. Beyonce's Lemonade Tour was very, very big. I think you, this tour is also big for Beyonce, but that Lemonade Tour, that was really big. Wait, wait the question, what? The question you think that, Beyonce's Lemonade Tour was like Taylor Swift on StubHub? Yeah. The, you asked the question before, though. They said the most famous person in the world is going to be at, at the Jets game, the Jets-Chiefs game. Most on famous Sunday. woman on the world. Most famous woman on the world. And you're, you didn't think Taylor Swift is no, the most famous No, I was wondering. I don't I, think I actually, she is either. No, no, no. I never said I didn't think that. I think oh. she probably is. I had not thought of who is more famous. I was like, first of all, I'm like, the, the person, the radio person said it as if it was a known fact that Taylor Swift is the most famous. She said, said it declaratively. I think she is probably the most famous woman right now. I think I know who the most famous, if we're talking about the world. Yeah. Global. Yeah. It's probably like Kate Middleton or something. Mm, maybe. She's going to be the next queen of England. I bet the queen of England before she passed away was probably the most famous woman in the world. Uh, like, te- like if you want to go by technically, like I could go to anywhere, any corner pocket of the globe. They know the royals. Maybe. I mean, we don't. I, we don't I, necessarily I actually, like I, them here, but I have no idea. Uh, I don't know, but I, I think she's dead. I don't think Kate Middleton's is popular. What about first Oprah? Off, Kate is. First of all, Kate is never. Kate's not like Diane. She wasn't no. that popular. Oprah is he? Uh, I think Oprah's a little older now. I think Taylor hits a much broader audience. Do your daughters know who Oprah is? Maybe. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, they think Taylor's uncool, by the way. My 13-year-old's like, I'm like, do you like Taylor? So she's like, Taylor Swift? What am I, nine? <laughs> I was like, whoa. Wow, life comes at you fast. Yeah, she actually, she's talked to me about it. She's like, I really want to see Drake live the other day. And I'm like, I think, I don't know, like, you're 13. Everyone's <laughs> smoking pot. I'm not sure I want you going there. <laughs> so a lot of concerts have age limits. I didn't even not know this. I never, anyway, it's, there's a whole world out there. There's a, there are more famous people that you and I don't even know about who are probably in this conversation. Well, then they can't be in the running for most famous woman in the world. Because if you're going to be the most famous, it can't just be with people who are 12 and under or 13 and under. It's got to be the world. Ask the Beatles in 1963. Yeah, but my mom loved the Beatles when she was a kid. But her parents, my grandparents, knew who the Beatles. They probably were like, oh, man, what are those up with those long haired kids from (laughs) Liverpool? Something like that, sure.
Uh, what well, do you guys think? Most famous woman in the world? I think it's Taylor. You do? I do. Could be Beyonce. They're kind of like neck and neck. Yeah. I think Taylor's just the hottest woman in the world right now. I, I, I don't know if she's the most famous. Hmm. I have to think about it. All right. We'll get to the bottom of this very extremely important topic that cannot wait another second. Uh, we mentioned Cowboy stuff. We got that for you as well. Big, big game tonight in Lambeau. We got the Packers and the Lions. We got a lot to do. Stay with us, Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.